Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. We are comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. We've got Chris Masters coming up a little bit later on the show. And if you missed last week's episode for some reason, we're filming a movie. That's right. We're at the... By the time this episode comes out, it will be the end of our entire shooting schedule. One month. A whole month of shooting a movie. Wow. It's, it feels good. I've been I've done movies before. This one was nice because I was a part of it. You wrote it. Yeah. You built it. You were in it. I was in it. You're the lifeblood. And you got tons of people. You got Nick Thune in it. You got Frank Cayetti in it. You got James Urbaniak in it. You got Rick Overton. You got John... Morrison, former WWE superstar, current Lucha Underground superstar, John Morrison is in the movie. That's right. And I'm sure if you if you haven't checked out already, Facebook.com slash Dave Made Maze. Dave made a tweet on Twitter and DaveMadeAmaze.com. There's production stills. There's all kinds of cool stuff you can check out to see the insights of what's going on and what we're up to. Because it's crazy. It is fucking crazy to make a movie. Yeah. Because it's not... It's not a web video. It's not something like that. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in this thing. I was going to say at stake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thousands of dollars at stake. Yeah. I mean, sure. Um, but we'll we'll have more on that as it comes about. Um, Steve, there's so much shit going on in wrestling. What's going on? Okay. Uh, there's a new trainer in NXT. Oh. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Uh... It's that substitute teacher who beat all those kids with that belt. Matt Stryker? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Matt Bloom. Who is that? Albert A-Train. Yeah! Tensai. I'm stoked about that. That's weird. I like that. That it, it's. Was like, I thought that was, for some reason I thought I heard that weeks ago. Is that is it now official? Well, I think he was A-Trainer. Mm-hmm. He's the head oh, trainer. Oh, before he was a trainer. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. If we didn't have a guess on this one, we'd call this episode a trainer. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. That's a good one. SEO play, everybody. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's the trainer there. Um, Gold Dust, sober for seven years. Good for him. Congratulations, Gold years. Dust. Yeah. Um, Are we talking to him today? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, we'll see Probably she, not. That we'll seems see. like a pretty so- sober <laughs> topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see who shows up in my car. Um, okay. Kevin Owens. Yeah. At the time, one week ago, because they're having the NXT TakeOver tonight. tonight but um, a week ago yeah. for you listeners. Yeah. Movie magic, everybody. Uh, What's the chances of us having watched wrestling by the time this episode comes out? I'll have seen something. I don't know what. Uh, there's so much stuff to catch up on. I might watch NXT TakeOver Revenge or whatever it's called tonight. Here's what's going on. John Cena's having his U.S. Open Challenge this past... Oh, God. I heard, I heard timeline, about this everybody. Twitter exploded on Raw where John Cena does the Open United States Championship and then Kevin Owens comes out, right? Kevin Owens comes out. What happens? What happens? What happens? My God. My brother told me about this. Like, okay, here's a, here's a sign of what's going on. My brother hasn't really cared about wrestling that much in the past 10 years or so. Um, he was an Attitude Era guy and would occasionally watch here and there, but there'd be a storyline that would pull him in. He's totally into it right now. There's like five or six things going on. He loved Payback. He saw this Raw, was going crazy over it, wants to watch NXT. 
He's totally hooked. That's a guy who's not been hooked for a long time. So there's crazy shit going on. So Kevin Owens comes out, shit talks Cena, and says, you know, you've been doing this for 10 years. I've been doing this for longer than you. And it's, oh, Cena's saying, you want my belt? And he goes, no, I have a belt. This means more than yours. The NXT Championship? Yeah, like this. I have this. Oh, I don't that need is yours. Sick. I don't need to fight you. And then um, he, at one point, when Cena thinks that they're done talking, he beats him up and doesn't fight him for the belt. He doesn't do the open challenge. He just leaves him laying. It was so rad. That is so cool. It's so cool. It's so different. It's so cool. Uh, and then it's set that they're going to fight at Elimination Chamber. And as far as I know, it's non-title. So now they're just straight up having a fight. How fucking cool is that? It's awesome. You telling me about it, I think, is so awesome because it reminds me of being back in school when I wouldn't have cable. Yeah. And someone would be telling you about Raw the night before, like whoever had TNN or, Mm -hmm. you know, or something like that. And it's like, whoa. Like, you telling me about it is so cool. It's so awesome. My brother compared it to Chris Jericho debuting Talking to the Rock. Yeah, I can see that. That it was like that. It's, it's, um... Oh, man. Oh, but before you finish, Scott, let me tell you, though. And then they, uh, they interrupted the wrestlers and the Bud Light girls. You know those girls who'd fight each other in cat fights? Yeah. They, like, they started fighting at WrestleMania. I was there. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, and I, I wanted to leave my seat, and I didn't. Oh. Um, yeah, it's... It's a uh, it's his great debut because he's he's the first debut I can think of of an NXT guy that didn't wrestle. Everybody else has come out to the big crowd and it's like the Lucha Dragons, Neville. Uh, Everybody Neville, comes out, comes out and you Paige. have to deliver. He delivered in character, which is so mm-hmm. cool. And toe to toe with the major guy. Yeah, you know, sure you can say Seth is champ, but Cena's the face of the company. So he came out and talked toe to toe with him beat him up, and then walked away. It was great. It was really great. Um, so, Steve and I are the only ones that hadn't seen that segment. Everyone else has, so remember when you enjoyed that two weeks ago? Uh, Bill Hanstock. I follow him on Twitter. He tweets all the time. We met. I met him yeah, at yeah. Mania. Yeah, he was, great dude. And he had the coolest stuff to say about it. Yeah? Yeah, he was awesome. Uh, he just was, he was saying so much cool stuff about that on Twitter. He's a great guy. Um, uh, Rusev? Got his star stolen at a show. Uh, his necklace? Yeah. I'm sorry, his medal? Yeah. Why did I call it a necklace? It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> That's the American way. Yeah. So he got his, his, his star taken and a fan showed it on Instagram. Did they track him down? That's theft. I, I know, but I don't know what they can really do. Uh, Bustin, because Bustin makes me feel good. Can you really prove that, though? Can you really, if you say, yeah, I stole it, and then if they show up like, no, 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 I made it. It's mine. No. I think you can still be charged with having stolen property. I, uh... Uh, Honestly, but Instagram's anonymous, if you play your cards right. Mm, All right. Uh, At a Vengeance 2001, I think it was, the one where Jericho won the Undisputed Championship, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the, the WWF title was right in front of me. I was front row, and it was just off to the side. And had it been any closer, I really thought about trying to grab it and run. Oh, yeah. Fold it up, put it under the shirt, go to yeah. the bathroom, hide out for a while. No, I mean, it's the end of the show. It's just trying to make it to my car as quickly as I can. Yeah, I'd watch that movie. <laughs> Stealing the belt and then 
this is a real one. Bullshit. Like, no, no it's real. Smell it. Oh, my God. It smells <laughs> like the rock's forehead. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's that you want to take that whatever it is or they, you want to you want them to throw the mic after being done with a promo mm-hmm. and it go into the crowd. And I'm sure they want to say... And somebody wants to catch it and go, Wieners, wieners, wieners! <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, if it lands in the crowd and they go, All right, that's ours. You can't take that. It's like, you threw it to me. I'm here at the show. You can't take it back. You but know what? security would take it back. I Honestly, I completely understand. I think the most important thing to do would be to take the mic flag off and keep the mic flag. <laughs> <laughs> Just immediately stick it somewhere gross. Yeah. Like, try and shove it up your rectum as quick as possible and go I didn't wipe today it's mine oh those are (laughs) dude those are those got sharp edges yeah but so do I yeah that's true um that and we talked about last week that TNA doesn't have a home anymore but the big thing that happened before that was Billy Corrigan is announced as TNA senior producer creative and talent development that's a lot of titles ain't it uh huh well I mean so I don't know. That was such a crazy step in a different direction to have him in, and I've heard him talk about it at length in interviews and stuff. And it was just this is I've I've badmouthed Billy Corrigan on the show before. Have you? Yeah, I've I've said something rude about him. I can't remember what. I think it was something about like guess I'll listen to Smashing Pumpkins and kill myself or something <laughs> like that, as I normally do with any band. Um, but I like that he's such a wrestling fan. And honestly, if you put on a Smashing Pumpkins song, I'd probably start singing along. Who knows? Um, but I wonder if Carry on my wayward son. Smashing Pumpkins. (laughs) Smashing Pumpkins. I don't know my music's so good. Uh, but I, like, here's a dream scenario, is that whoever Smashing Pumpkins, like, whatever record company reps them, they're probably owned by Universal or Viacom or something, and he somehow finagles some deal, and suddenly we're watching TNA on... Like either some uh, on back on USA or some like cable channel or something new and exciting like not yeah. a network show, but like the pay YouTube service or something like that. Like its yeah. own, not a network, but its own on-demand service. Something along those lines. I'd love it if it was some digital thing. That'd be fantastic. I I just don't know if that's even more complicated or if they can't get their ad revenue that way. I think they could figure it out. Like you. We had talked about, like, so the WWE Network was going to be a cable channel. That's right, yeah, years ago. Years ago, and, like, the first time we heard about it, we called it, which is, like, don't do a channel. No one's going to want that. Yeah. Do a digital service that people can be a part of. And guess what they did, listeners? They did a digital service that everybody subscribes to. Called it. Called Called it. it. Called it. Team Uh. Cena. Uh, But I think it's, the like... TNA is in a very interesting position to do that, but it takes a lot of money to undertake something like that. Yeah. But like, it's nice to be able to think like, hey, you know, what'd be great TNA access, so people can watch whenever they want. Because if I had it available to me, I'd probably watch it more. It's just not available to I me. I would too. That'd be something I'd be excited week to week, and I'd definitely go in their catalog of stuff. And every episode, I end up saying the same thing. Every time I watch TNA, I'm never disappointed. Yeah. Ever. Like. I've been disappointed watching Raw plenty of times or watching SmackDown. Yeah. I'm never like disappointed watching Impact. It just feels like, well, You'd that was a good... disappointed in some segments here and there. Oh, segments, Like certainly. anything. But overall, every episode, I'm like, oh, man, that was like going to a wrestling show. That felt like mm-hmm. there's a that sort of... There isn't a, a lack of masculinity. It feels like going to an old-school wrestling show. When I say lack of masculinity, 
there's kind of this weird sort of universal conduit that gets applied to a lot of WWE product where it's yeah. like it's not just trying to cater to all fans. I don't know how how to, how would you describe it, but there's something where it's like it's not just trying to cater to all fans. They're trying to cater to every concept on the planet, I feel like. It's yeah. not just like, hey, we're going to get more eyeballs on this. It's like we're trying to make this relevant to everything. It's like every everything has gone through um product test marketing. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like every they have all demographics sitting in a room and like, "Hey, here's Dolph Ziggler. How does he make you feel?" Yeah, and there that kind of like I imagine Couldn't he wear more pink? I don't know. I think my daughter would, would like this guy. I think it's a great thing to watch. I guess masculinity might not be the right word, but there's sort of this kind of picking, like, I, I want to say picking... Yeah, masculinity isn't the right word. The right word would be, like, I want to go to the action-adventure section of Blockbuster Video. That's a place where you'd go and pick up media or videos that you'd have on hard copy, and then you'd watch at home when you weren't uh, downloading it from a service. Um... You, that's what I want wrestling to be like. I want it to be like when I'd rent pay-per-views from the adventure section. Yeah. And this sort of feels like, oh, I'm now walking into it and wrestling is in any section opposed to a specific section. And yeah. that's kind of, that's not what watching TNA is. Watching TNA is, oh, I'm going to watch an action movie for, you know, 67 minutes or however long. Interrupted with commercials, sure, but... I'm still going to get to watch some action. WWE sort of feels like they only hit it sometimes where it feels like you're watching action. When Lesnar came out after Mania yeah. in ring gear, I was like, oh, this is the beginning of Terminator 2. This is, you know, this is Aliens. This is action. This is his adventure. And Owens, that same thing. It's, oh, this guy isn't on this show, and he's going up against that guy? Shit, he's not even going up against like New Day or something. No, you're putting him. You're putting. You're putting him where you want to see him. And I like that. That line. I've been doing. I've been wrestling for a long time. It sounds so. And cool. you got your break. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, just there's really cool. there's so many cool opportunities with NXT. Like when Daniel Bryan sort of was like, I hated the storyline that he just couldn't pull it off. Mm-hmm. But. As much as I dislike Michael Cole, Michael Cole getting in Daniel Bryan's face was like, why do I care about this? This is cool. It's about characters. Someone being bitter that they didn't get their break. I love that melding of sort of reality and wrestling. Yeah. Which, granted, is very similar to WWE catering to everything. And WWE catering with Zack Ryder. Yeah. Oh, time to wake up, Steve. Yeah. That's my alarm. <laughs> God, I have so many alarms set on my phone for like 5.45 yeah, a.m. weird hours. 5.47 a.m. so I don't sleep through any of these. So I don't show up one day to set like, hey, sorry, I was four hours late. I just slept right through that alarm. We cool? That, we cool? That was my Paul Verhoeven alarm. What? The, it's time to watch a Paul Verhoeven movie? Yeah, there's one playing tonight at 9.50 in oh, 41 shit. minutes. Which one? It's called uh, Soldier of Orange. Oh. And they're playing it with the imitation game. So it's, I'm wondering if it's about code breakers on the German side. I don't know anything about it. I just was like, Rutger Hauer, Paul Verhoeven, sign me up. No oh, shit. I'm sorry, buddy. No, I'm not going to go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, is that why you're apologizing? Yeah. Apology accepted. All right. Um, it is time to talk 
with Chris Masters, which we already did. So that's great. We recorded it, and we have it for you. Went to WrestleCon, saw Chris Masters there. You might hear Carlito in the background. Not too sure about that. But we had a good time talking with Chris Masters, the masterpiece. So enjoy that right now. Uh, you were talking about my WWE days? or No, just how you doing now, man. Oh, how am I doing now? Uh, I play a lot of NBA 2K. Nice. Uh, nice. I work out. Xbox One, PS4, what are you doing? PS4. Nice. Yep, I team up with uh, Body Guy Lido on there. We're a devastating duo in the park. He's known for his distribution skills. He's a master facilitator. And uh, I'm known for my mid-range game. And uh, I'm very good at rebounding. So, uh, yeah, I've been mainly working on that, a little bit of training. I mainly consider wrestling a hobby and 2K my profession, to be honest. Are there any big tourneys coming up? Uh, I don't know if I'm that good yet. I'm working on it, man. i got to get my attributes up. you got to understand my, my uh, outside game is off the charts, but my defensive game and i got to get my... Uh, my rebounding game up just a little bit, you know what I mean, to really step up to those guys. How's your trash talking yeah. to the uh, online player? How good is that? Uh, well, you know, we don't really engage in much uh, trash talk unless it's uh, me competing against Lido in a uh, in a basketball game because usually, uh, as of late, we've been usually teaming up together. So it's a lot more communication, you know what I mean? I'm always stressing communication to him on the court, setting screens, hitting the open man, you know what I mean, finding the guy in the right place. I mean, that's what we're all about. That's it. You know what I mean? How do you maintain working out with also the video game sort of offset of like a big bowl of Doritos and Mountain Dew to sort of maintain that sort of video game fuel? Well, you got to get bodied in order. You know, getting bodied is a part of the process because after you've played 2K for a while, sometimes you get 2K fatigue, we call it, in which then you need to go off and do something, weight train, you know, clear your mind out. But, I mean, I'll skip weight training. If we're deep into the finals and it's game five and I feel like it's time to go, I'll skip a training session or I'll call up a, a, a wrestling booking if I have to. It depends, on how, it depends on how serious this, uh, the season is, you know what I mean? There's been some nail biters, too. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. There's this guy, Chris Masters, who just uh, joined the Lakers. He's taking the world by storm, though. He really is. He's putting up figures I've never seen. He's undrafted. Amazing. He plays the shooting guard position. Between you guys, who's got all-time wins? Yes, I think he's got some more wins on me. He's got more wins on me. But he's a bandwagon. He always jumps on. He, he picks the best team, and I always represent and should pick the Lakers. So I don't give him full credit for it. But then again, his counter-argument is he's Puerto Rican, and he doesn't have a state to claim. So, you know, he can kind of go wherever he wants. You're an L.A. native, right? Yes. Is there a juice place on Sunset and... Uh... And, uh, Highland, not Highland, sorry, Sunset in La Brea, and it was that Greek place and had all those marble busts everywhere. It was open for a couple of years and then disappeared. Wait, um, wait, Sunset and Highland? Not Sunset and Highland, sorry, Sunset in La Brea. It was like a tiny hole in the wall place. Oh, Sunset in La Brea was. What? <laughs> that was Gimmick Central. Really? That was where, that was where the Gimmick Man resided. I don't know what that place is. I know that place for much other reasons, yeah, worse reasons. Not uh, a good part of town. <laughs> Don't visit the tanning salon. <laughs> or do. Or the donut shop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, man, thanks for your time. All right, thank you guys. Very Appreciate important. it. So, 
that was the masterpiece. It was good catching up with him. Uh, it's good to see him healthy and doing well. Uh, we have one set of interviews left next week. Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Santino Morella. You can see the YouTube video of it. It's up there now, but we will put it on the podcast as well. In case you wanted to really focus your skills and just listen to it instead of watching the video, exactly. tune in next week because that's going to be a pretty special episode, guys. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Um, and hopefully soon we'll talk to Morrison again. We got we could, We're getting actually approached by a couple of people that, you know, maybe there's more people want to come on the show. Yeah, and pe- some people just approach us because they want change. Yeah. They want loose change. Yes, loose change. Um, Steve, I've I've uh, been getting requests for a couple weeks now about someone uh, responding to what's happened. This on main event uh, a little while back, uh, a new character was introduced of sorts. Who? What? Uh, Damien Sandow, who was previously Damien Mizdow, uh-huh. is now lo- no longer Damien Mizdow. He lost a match on Raw. For the Miz moniker. Who, you mean Mike? Hmm? What? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the Miz is the Miz. Uh-huh. Damien Mizdow then had to be Damien Sandow or something I else. I with that. I like Damien Sandow. I like Damien Sandow. Well, he was Damien Sandow for a week, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then he came out on main event as uh, Macho Mandow. Whoa, ballsy. Coming out in Macho Man gear, and, uh, well, some stuff has happened since that Curtis Axel's acting like Hulk Hogan, and then now they're the Meta Powers. Wow, that's pretty postmodern. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know a regular of ours is not very uh, pleased about it, and he wanted to talk about it on the show. Look, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Bring him in right now. Okay, well, I'm just going to step out because i got a tiny car, so I'm going to... Yeah, some, gonna, these windows are fogged. They are fogged now. Time! Ooh, look at the Honda Fit. That is yeah. a nice car. Got a B-Fit. B-Fit. Macho Man, Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage, thank yeah, you so much for me. joining us. Uh-huh. Yes. It is not the not the Mizdow. No, it is not, no. It's not some Damien. Check my forehead. How many sixes are up there? Zero. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. No Damien here. No. Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast uh, to yeah. talk about this controversial uh, decision mm-hmm. for Damien Sandow. Uh, there is nothing I hate more in this world than cheap imitations. Uh-huh. You want to do some sort of impersonation of somebody to ride their coattails? Ridiculous. That is preposterous. Uh, that's uh, inconceivable. I would hate any sort of entertainment avenue where that's what they ride on. I, it's a cheap, cheap form of entertainment when you're taking that that someone else has spent time on to only just replicate it, perhaps even uh, at a similar level of talent or skill. Putting a name of someone famous that's worked hard their whole careers, uh huh, and then riding their coattails just to get a little attention for yourself, uh huh, when you can't come up with some kind of original idea. It's Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. Look, Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh-huh, you're I'm looking. Right. I got my glasses off. Uh-huh. You're absolutely looking right. Looking up, looking down, looking left, looking right. B.A. Stark, Konami Code. You know what? 
Uh, if I could say, mm-hmm. do you believe that Damien Sandow was a character that really that has that originality and that he could carry on, like, carry on with an original character? I believe in magic, magic. I believe in magic, magic. I believe he can do anything he wants to. There's no reason to do what I do, though. You back off of what he did. It's bad enough that Jay Lethal did it for a while, but he's a black guy, so I can't touch it. All I right. have to let him do what he does. Then he picked on Flair. That's fine. He's a white guy. No problems there, but Jay Lethal, now Mizdow. Uh-huh, I don't like it. Do what you do. And then we got Curtis Axel trying to act like Hulk Hogan. Well, if, did you like Curtis Axel already? No. So how did it make you feel when he started uh, impersonating Hulk Hogan? Worse. Yeah. You Worse. Were... They're trying to act like the Mega Powers, but instead they're seeing Meta. As though it's some kind of, uh, like, uh, an improv scenario. Some kind of, uh, show within a show. Honestly, I think that it is. I think that might be what they're alluding to, Mr. Savage. I am not entertained. I am not spending my dollar and having a good time watching other guys act like other guys that are great. Uh Uh-huh. Why don't you act like yourselves and be all right? Uh, But then they would then have a better chance of then becoming great because they were acting like themselves, correct? You know what they want to watch the whole time? They want to watch the Macho Man Randy Savage and they want to watch Hulk Hogan. Yeah. This is true. You Both of you are incredibly charismatic characters. And they will never, never get their hands on Elizabeth because I have locked her away tight. So if they think they're going to bring her on the screen, then good, good luck finding her. I have left a map with a series of clues, and you will never be able to Why would you it. leave uh, the map of clues? That's to... That's I so love that, a good treasure. That's, that's, that's so it's not impossible, right? And so I can find her for my own purposes as well, because sometimes you got to let her out and feed her. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. She has man. a key. She has a key. Don't uh, worry about it. It's to my heart, and it is to the boiler room. You are preaching to the choir, Macho Man. In the Honda Center. See what he did right there? It's oh, in she's the in the Honda Center. Center. She's, she's in, in the, the Honda, Honda Center. Center. Okay. We're in a Honda Fit. Yeah, I Mr. made a thematic. Mr. Uh-huh. Man Savage, I think you're absolutely right. I think you're uh, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, so lay off. Don't do that sort of thing. Don't be a cheap knockoff. Have an original idea. Create something for yourself. It is a shame to just be an impersonator. Well, I wanted to thank you for framing it as a positive. I think, Macho Man, I think you are an inspiration and whenever you give people positive advice, I always I always want to tell our listeners, listen, listeners, listen. And may I say, in closing, I love Curtain Jerks. What? I love it for its originality oh. and not doing any of the things that I talk Macho about. Man. Everything is 100% Macho real. Man. Unlike the WWE, which is False. Macho Man. Thank you. Thank you, Macho you Man. I'll tell welcome. Scott. Scott will be very happy oh, to hear that. he will be welcome. I'll give him a mega power shake on the way out. Don't hurt him. I won't. No. I know he's a little fragile little little uh, leaf. Uh-huh. And it's <laughs> springtime, so he's finally getting strong. But then when the fall comes, he falls and smashes his face. All right. Be, be very gentle, All right. Macho here man. we are. Here we are. Shaking hands. You got your keys in the ignition. That's why it's peeping. Uh-huh. Yeah. How about it? He didn't even shake my hand. He was just saying all that stuff. You know, he does. He always looks like he's going in for a handshake, but he never does a handshake. Yeah, he's always re- retracting and doing something else. Yeah. Whew. It's late. We're hungry. We're going to get some food, and we got to be up at the crack of dawn to start again. Mm-hmm. We're in. Uh, we're truly in week three, but it is week four of the movie. It's all wrapping up soon. We'd love to hear you guys' thoughts. We we hope you're checking out the photos of Dave Mina Maze. We hope you're liking them. We hope you're following, checking on all the stuff. Tell them Curtain Jerk sent you. 
let them know that there is a wrestling fan base that's excited for this movie because all avenues we got musicians, comedians, actors, wrestlers in this movie. Yeah. And so it's all walks of life, all converging into one awesome nerd fest of fantastical adventure and comedy. God, every time you talk about it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, he's right. I'm ready for the talk show circuit. Put me on Letterman. I'll go. Oh, oh, no. What? What? Oh, I'm sorry, Scott. What? I don't think he's going to be around. Oh, lazy bum. Yeah, he's taking a long vacation. All right. Well, uh, anything else in closing, Steve? No, I think that's everything. Wait a second. Half a second. We got to do something. Human Centipede 3. Oh, I have. Shit. I forgot. Either a trailer came out. What? Right. A, a trailer did come Two out. Two days ago? Uh-huh. I didn't watch it. Right, but it's 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 coming soon. Yeah. This is the year of Steve Sears. I guess so. And if you didn't know, uh, Steve Sears is in the Human Centipede 3, and it will be releasing hopefully sometime soon. He's in the Centipede. We've talked about this before in previous episodes, and uh, I hope that we get a chance to talk about it more in future episodes. Totally. we got to go watch this creepy movie. Oh my god, is it super creepy. So, Steve's on the spectrum of movies from super fucking creepy to fantastic and uh, and hilarious. So I guess you could say I'm going to have some uh, I'd like to have a good presence at a Fangoria convention one day. Oh. That's what that's I think that's the dream. Tom Savini's going to point to you and go, "Hey, you're the guy." Oh, please, Mr. Savini. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. It's so awesome. So, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narber. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been... Uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things, these things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands, uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode, comment, tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to be dated. (laughs) No way. No way. Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if they're still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So there's the orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> 
Meow. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas? Oh, this one's being thrown away. No, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please, <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> receive this transmission from the comedy podcast network for more shows visit comedypodcastnetwork.com <laughs>